time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 164. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, the Feast Season 13 is ending soon. New optional items are available. Patch 4.58 notes. Letter from the producer live, part 51, set for May 23rd. Letter from the producer 62 is up on the form. Yoshida on expanding glamour and Shadowbringers raid content. Developer's blog, an interesting take from the Korean Final Fantasy community, a reminder about score for a cause, and we have a contest. But what is going on, Ruby? Let's shoot the shit. What's been going on this week? Let's shoot the shit. Let's shoot the shit. Shoot it, man. (laughs) I'm shooting it. I'm just just overwhelmed with all the items I have to cover, so I'll let you go first. Oh, (laughs) sure. Yeah, I see that in the notes. It's a large paragraph here. Um, Mine is much shorter. Um, I didn't do a whole lot in game, but I did do some fun stuff outside of the game with some cool gamers. I hung out with Brian and Chris from work to game and their wives because they hung out with me and my wife, uh, and baby Alexander. We all went to Nerdvana, which is in Frisco, Texas, here local to all three of us. And uh, we had a blast. It was a good time. We had drinks. I think we went our, we went out like at eight o'clock on a Thursday. Um, cool venue. So Nirvana, they have a coffee shop and a bar. They're not attached, which is kind of odd to me, but you know they are what they are. Um, we were at the bar side, and it's it's a place to play games and drink and have a good time. There's uh, monitors at each. Um, booth or table there's big screens up that you can play playstation xbox switch um it's a fun little venue we did more drinking than playing of games but we also did some planning because we are in the ideation but kind of closing in on some actual doing of a get together so work to game and gather together is really kicking around the idea in june of a get-together uh, for our mutual fans or any fan of Final Fantasy XIV to come out to Nerdvana in Frisco and have a big time. But we will have, like, for sure details when we get closer to doing anything. But just put that on your radar. If you're in the Texas area, if you're – Texas is a big state. I almost was like, yeah, if you're in Austin, come on up. That might be a little far, but maybe not. Uh, Texas, I think if you live in Texas, you understand that you're going to drive a shit ton to get to any of the other major cities. So if you're in the Texas area, or possibly Arkansas, or Louisiana, or Oklahoma, um, you may want to stay tuned as we give information about this little get-together. So we had a small get-together while planning a get-together, but we had a blast. We talked 14 stuff. Um, those guys, I believe will be on the media tour, which are coming up. So that's a cool thing. Um, I'm sad. I'm sad where you didn't get invited to the media tour, Yelta. I'm just going to put that out there. Uh, well that, and we say, you know, F Yoshida a lot. That probably has gotten us, that probably happened, you know, like five years ago. Um, they, when I caught Yoshida sleeping at, um, PAX Prime 2013, they probably put me on a hit list. Said Rubicon Vale is not allowed to do anything special. So uh, sorry, Yelta. I'm dr- I'm it's I'm holding you back. I'm keeping you down. Oh, you're fired. I know. 
Um, but, you know, I'm excited to hear about what's going to happen through the uh, media tour. When when the channels open, like everybody else, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I'm excited for the live letter. There's already – oh, Lord, there's already speculation. There's already – Weird Reddit posts and official forum posts about expectations. And mm. We're getting close. We're, we're getting we're getting real close to finding out, you know, how they butcher our favorite jobs <laughs> or make them better, the right? Tri- the fear is real, though. I think the fear the fear is real. The fear is out there. Um, but I'm super excited for work to game and everybody else who's getting to getting a chance to go to the media tour. And um, I'm excited that we get to cover this new expansion that's coming up really soon. So, uh, But I didn't do anything else. Yalta. I really did not do <laughs> anything else in game. Um, it's been kind of a busy week, and I've got a busy one coming. Uh, so it's just kind of hard. But I guess the nice part is it is still kind of vast wastelandy right now. We did get a new patch, a whopping huge, uh, full of story and, and all kinds of content patch. Psych. Yeah. Uh, so there's, unless, yeah, if you're ready to get your, your, your Eureka back on or whatever else you want, your doggo farming, really, um, uh, this is the patch for you, but, uh, it, I, we're still in such a vast wasteland part that if I were to unsub today and sub again, um, for Shadowbringers, my, my character's ready my gear, at least for my main job, is ready, and I think I've hit 390 on both of my um, alternate roles. I, again, if I if I unsub today, I would not be in any danger um, of of running Shadowbringers content at least till probably around 75 to 77 mark. I read a, I read a thread today about I think this was on shit post, but it was it was about. <laughs> Um, tanks in um, Doma, Doma Castle, and a lot of us that play Healer know that when you get to Bardem's Metal, that's when you kind of have to turn it up a bit. It can, it can be a shit show depending it, gear. That first turn and the tank pulls that one pack of ads too many, uh, Healer in trouble, unless you start gearing up. Mm-hmm. Um Tanks get it around Doma. There's just a lot of ads, and this was a thread about how a, a tank refused to mitigate, and the healer is just like going ape shit, trying to keep him up, and the tanks bragging about the lack of cooldowns. That's just one of the shitty things in this game that I hope that they they somehow cover through the battle changes. I don't know how you would do this because it's a divide of great community, by the way, and I'll play however I want. But like you, when you get in a situation like that where the tank's bragging about, I don't have to use grit, I don't have to do whatever, it makes you go, fucking do your job. Mm-hmm. Just do your job hit, for hit once. Click buttons. the button. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do the stance. What? Just do the job so we can have just a nice time. S- suck up your pride or whatever. We all know you got a big E-peen. Flash us your ultimate coil weapon and let's move on with with the content. Um, but that sounds like please use your tank stance and healers need to heal. And it, it starts getting into that, that territory. Well, people of, should use their aggro dumps if the tank is struggling. I mean, it's, it's supposed yeah. to be – but this is supposed to be – 
an MMO where as a community we come together and do our best to clear stuff. It shouldn't be people being like, her, 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 I'm not putting on my tank stance. That'd be mm-hmm. me like being like, okay, but you only get regen the entire dungeon. That wouldn't be acceptable either. Yeah, I don't, I don't check understand. out the minimum eye level that I can drag the rest mm-hmm. of my group down with. Yeah, yeah, I've seen, I see that one still kicked around quite a bit, and um, I hope in part of these battle changes and changes to Shadowbringers, they'll address really issues that plague the casual community. These are not issues that plague raiders. This is this is casual stuff, but it's still well, like minimum eye levels on storyline dungeons. I just, it baffles me. It baffles me why that's not – and I feel bad when I'm, like, doing a roulette and I get tossed into something that I'm not quite geared up for and I'm like, oh, shit. You know, yeah. that's – it's like I, it shouldn't even put me in here. I'm not ready for that. Yeah. But – I agree. So we'll see what happens. Push but your fucking buttons, though. <laughs> push your fucking buttons. For God's sake. <laughs> Well, maybe Yoshida will push him for us. We'll see in about uh, two well, weeks. Well, we're gonna have we're gonna have NPCs pushing their buttons, so we won't even have to play with other humans anymore. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So that was my week, Yelta. What did you do? Um, about the only Final Fantasy fourteen time I put in was immediately after recording last week's episode. Mm-hmm, I logged mm-hmm. in and did some. Well, the Crossroad Link show was doing some roulettes and stuff, but that's it. That I logged on one other day because someone asked, "Can I please turn on the?" Uh, MGP free company buff. But I apparently I'm on a, I'm, I'm apparently on a break. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna log in and do something else, but I slept through it. They did a. Oh, they did that the first. They did some savage. Um, Alexander, not Alexander. My brain shut off. <laughs> they did some of the newest raid. They did the first floor. I know, like. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Raven got an upgrade and stuff. I was gonna go to that. I didn't mean to fall asleep so i didn't set an alarm slept right through it woke up at like 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock or something after everybody was done so maybe i can get in on some more of that if they go again but i apparently i'm on a i'm i've been playing honest to god i've been playing toontown rewritten with my sister and it's a blast okay yeah it's a kid's game but there's just something so fun and dumb about using you know you know, getting into a battle and using like a pie in the face, and uh, it's <laughs> it's pretty funny. So, I think I played that years the original game years ago when uh, my nephew was playing it, and then for some reason somebody is it, the 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 original game's offline now doesn't exist anymore. But somebody did you know spun up a private server and. Or whatever, and I w- I've been playing around on there, so. I don't know what else I've been doing. I've been playing other Steam hmm. games, a little bit of Ark still. I'm still kind of waiting to see my sister feels like playing Ark, but she hasn't been, so. <laughs> but not, not, not a bad any- time no, to play other games. No, this, really, it's, it's kind of okay, because it's like, well, well, I do, I do still want to get, I might, I might have logged in another night and actually done some ninja leveling, but. I'm I'm not I'm still not I still have two that I have to get to seventy, but I don't know if I'll make it before Shadowbringers at this point, but we'll mm-hmm. see what happens. It's just not compelling to me, but I'd still like to get them all done. There's still people logging in regularly getting lots of upgrades and I'm just like oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so I've just been playing other things and that's fine, I guess. All right. Uh, we do have an update. We mentioned last week that we were, what, five followers from 500 or something? 
Mm-hmm. Five people followed us, and we're at 500 followers on Twitter, and that made us a little bit excited. So we decided <laughs> we decided we would celebrate, and we would celebrate by uh, having a little contest. This is the Gather Together Follow Me contest. Since we have 500 followers, you followed us. Now make us follow you. So you, this is a screenshot contest, guys. It's Final Fantasy 14. Tweet us your screenshot of your character doing the beckon emote to be entered to win. And we we thought this was clever because beckons how you get those uh, following uh, gill leaves <laughs> to uh-huh. work. All right, uh, June first is the deadline, and we'll just uh, we're just gonna randomly raffle for one winner, and the winner will get their choice of one minion from the minion menu of the Mog Station as of June first. So it starts now. Uh, go log in. Do your best, Beckon, and uh, tweet it at us. There's no hashtag or anything. Just tweet it at GTFFXIV. This is fun. I, I I can't wait to see what people do. I mean, you could do just a straight-up Beckon, and you're in the contest. Or you could, like, make us want you. Like, really make <laughs> us follow you. What uh... could you put out there to make us want you? Because everybody hates this type of leave or whatever where you have to make an npc follow you across or if you're doing like some sylphlands bullshit and you got to get some idiot npc to follow you uh, to kingdom come and you got to stop every five feet to beckon it wouldn't be so (laughs) it wouldn't be so bad they're not as bad as they used to be but it it really wouldn't be so bad if it was you and i yelta that Mm, they were calling over they could beckon me i'm i'm okay with that So yeah, tweet us your your picture and uh, your screenshot, and uh, we will pick a winner June 1st. All right, you can shoot to the shit with us. Go to the website, www.gtffxiv.com. We just got a fresh batch of uh, robo spam, so you can- Oh, uh, great. I know, right? I think, and I love the broken English, how that's like posted to every post. All right, let's move on to news. First round. The Feast Season 13 is ending soon. The, the seasons are short, or is it just me? It's just fast. Uh, Yeah, that seems pretty... I thought we just thought we just declared this. But anyway, Tuesday, May 21st is the last updates to the ranking page, and the final results will be announced on Tuesday, May 28th. So... I have to look. I have to look now and see who's if there's any names on Primal. Hmm. I don't know if I know any of these people. Hmm. Wait, Onigiri Bunny, I think I've seen before. Yeah, season 12 ended in 4.55. Season 13 began in 4.57. And we're just now talking about 4.58. It's not like 4.57 was... A long time ago. Oh. Yeah, it just seems really short. Maybe it's the same length as all the others, but yeah, it seems pretty short. It seems to me. short. And they have, of course, that, that cool, like, gear is the rewards. Kind of Filthy terrifying. Frank is number two, Filthy and Frank. he's dressed in pink, like Pink Guy. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't recognize anybody I mean, either. Yeah, here, a lot of those names that I usually see, I'm not it's A B C D E F G H. I didn't. See Where's that. your name? Oh Christ, Ruby! <laughs> I've been. I could have swore I saw you killing it in the feast recently. Is that not? 
was that's, that, that was not that must have been my evil twin. Oh, something. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, no. We've been doing like Monday night PvP, but not that kind of ranked stuff. Uh-huh. That's, no. I did get my horse though. I think I mentioned that a couple episodes ago. One of my yeah. Garo whistles. That thing is terrifyingly ugly, but whatever. That's probably the only one I'll get. All right. There's new optional items available. Yay, right? Uh, this is the mm-hmm. Abe's attire and the High Summoner's attire. These are the items that were... They were... Was it Fan Festival and Stream? Was that how you got these they originally? You get those uh-huh. of faith yeah. paper things and... That's right. So... Yeah, I think it's kind of odd here, though, that they don't mention the new boosts. The I know, new, I was um, going to mention that. <laughs> the new stat boosts there? Because we talked about these last week, right? And how they're not mm-hmm. even balanced. Yeah. So you do get uh, set bonuses uh, active under level 30. I don't know. I mean, great this- time to get them if you're trying to get some... Some alts up or something before we step into Shadowbringers. I just find it very odd that you're promoting an item after you just talked about the set boost, whatever, and you don't even make a mention in here of it. Yeah, it's a little odd, honestly. You'd think that would be one of the selling points. Um, yeah, let me actually click on the – so I'm in the Mog Station because we've been talking about Mog Station. And I'm on the page, dress up as Titus. Da 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 da. Okay, it does have an asterisk that says, wearing multiple pieces of this set gains a stat bonus. Uh, and so you can highlight over the pieces and see that. I just feel like that's a selling point. Like they should have just put that on the mm-hmm. advertisement. Yeah, it's not. It's 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 not a huge. This one doesn't have an. This one doesn't have an XP buff, does it? Set just has um, no. There's a thirty percent. So thirty percent XP buff. If you if you wear you know X number of pieces of oh yeah, yeah. three three equipped is for the females thirty percent. Gotcha. Actually, I think I'm glamored into that on one of my healers right now or something. It's it's cute. It dies okay, but it's got like the like the belt the the belt doesn't die, and when you die it, it loses some of the um. I don't know, some of the detail in my eyes, but mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. I don't, the male version is kind of black, but I never have liked his outfit. All right. So we have patch 4.58 notes. This is the patch that just happened. I haven't even downloaded it myself. And some Huge cats are patch. losing the shit out of my window. Huge uh, patch. <laughs> massive. Uh Take yes, take some yeah. time out of your day to uh, to download <laughs> this patch. There's only like uh, two sections. Yeah, uh, we're getting those uh, those Moogles back. How do you say that in internet? Itinerant. Uh, Itinerant. I have trouble with that word. Moogles. They've added them one to each of the major cities: Limpsilum and Gridania and Ulda. And those in the past were used to purchase. Oh, there was like earrings and uh Yeah, earrings. It's usually around what, the rising that they was it pop the ri- these yeah, guys out? I can't remember. But uh that's uh so so that's there's there's pre planning going in for in preparation uh, for, for some, upcoming some, events. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, because you could get the Taoist Moogle. Oh, that's right. We were wound up about the Scarf of Wondrous Wit being in there because right. earlier you had to earn that. Uh, our, that was always a prize, right? So mm-hmm. that'll be interesting to see what they put on there. As if I hadn't. Yeah, they that. always make it where, like, <laughs> if the Japanese do so, if they can stand on their head for ten hours during the live letter for the rising oh, that's stuff right. or that's whatever, how they, that's how they gave. They'll all those le- they'll allow us to buy some earring or something, and they always do it. And we always get to have the earring, and yeah. But they're they're released early, so what is this upcoming event? Because because it can't be because the rising is until the fall, right? Isn't it or late mm-hmm. summer? Is it the fall? I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're gonna have. Maybe they're gonna put something in it for some other event. But mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah, I I'll take a stab right here and talk about because you had mentioned this in our notes about data mined items. Yeah, I already know what you get from it, and I already know what currency you use. But I'm not even in happy, the but... what little data mining that was kicked around that I saw today. Uh, it still doesn't tell me what event mm-hmm. this was about. So there might be some data mine information about what event they're talking about here. But there's going to be some like buying of items, and I think it's going to be a trying to get like old items that seems very difficult to get or not relevant right now, where you can purchase these type of items. Um, I didn't see anything that just like blew my mind that was in there. But um, we'll see, and I'm sure we'll have more information as this goes. I'm I was fairly sure this is the last patch, though. Four point five eight. Were we promised a four point five nine? Were we? I thought five eight was the end. Um, you know, I'm not sure. I can't remember. There's no, there's no, there's no reason they couldn't. It sounds like you know. Obviously, they've already added something in the game, whether it's for patch four point something or something mm-hmm. they're preparing for five but i'd be surprised to see stuff this kind of stuff it, it feels like something they do to give us something to do maybe before the end of the patch but yeah and, and no it doesn't necessarily it doesn't necessarily mean that they have to have a another patch to say oh here's the gold saucer event or here's whatever else well so yeah because we they should be getting that right we should, we be, should getting be getting that yeah, so so I don't think they necessarily have to have a 4.59 to bring out the Make It Rain campaign. Maybe that's what they're talking about. Maybe that's why these itinerant moogles are around. Make it rain. Um, we'll see. What else was in the patch? Uh, if you don't have your uh, doggo from Snake Boy, uh, they've changed the drop rate, and you can also... Buy it with 99 totems. So. Thank God. I still, Oh, wait. We saw it drop twice, and you got one you know, of the two times back. that I've yeah, seen Yeah, I got it. the second mm-hmm. one. That was pretty nice, actually. Yeah. So that'll be good. I can uh, work on the other five doggos I don't have. <laughs> I got one left. I just have to get in and go do it. But it's that fight I die a lot, and it makes me embarrassed. All right. Uh, some following issues were addressed. Some buffs and debuffs were not correctly applied to players under circumstances. Um, and what the one I heard from around the block was if you get yourself a whole bunch of buffs and debuffs or something, you could then just win any way the wind blows because it wouldn't apply the pushback buff, debuff or something. Oh, I that's wonder if that's I similar. 
I wonder if that's similar to the thing in the Baldizian Arsenal, where if you load it up on X number of buffs, debuffs, whatever, it could not apply a certain debuff. Like, I think it was mm-hmm. the death debuff couldn't okay. be uh, couldn't be put on you, and you could res people without the repercussion of dying afterward. Uh, the boots from the Final Fantasy XV crossover, the Lucent Prince's boots, were displaying incorrectly. Uh... People who had entry-level subscriptions were able to log in with a second character, and this occurred after using the world visit system and logging out while in another world. So uh, they they fixed that. So now if you have entry-level subscription, that means one character per server. So it must have been doing a check at character creation saying, oh, you don't have a character on the server because it's on another server right now. Um, yeah, that's kind of funny that they left that in, but... Uh, so hmm. now people with play- entry-level subscriptions are only able to select the character in their first slot. I don't know what that means if you if you were playing around and now your first slot character isn't the one you were playing. I guess. Hmm. I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. Hmm. Let us know if you have that issue. Yeah. I can't believe you skipped this one. Um, an <laughs> issue wherein players were able to modify the client's game files under usage of third-party tools... Uh, by solving this issue, we've added integrity back into the game. Um, can't that believe that you me up. you, that you skipped me up. you skipped that. Now there was a lot of uh, little jokey type things, and that was one that I read, and I was like, "Ooh, that's funny." Get yeah. rid of these. Uh, well, and that one was just believable enough that the I know one of the Discord groups I'm in has a modding community subgroup in it, and they were freaking out at first till someone's like, "No, good, it, that was a joke." That was a joke. Good. Somebody else did a, a the patch notes and they added a picture of Gridania crossed out and then a picture of Gridania covered in water slides that they had deleted Gridania as part of this patch <laughs> and, and entered and put in a water park instead. Been there, done that. <laughs> They're called hamster tubes from 1.0. Oh my god, yes. All right, letter from producer live, part 51. That's set for May 23rd. And this is going to be... Patch 5.0 information. This is how the battle system stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. So this is at 1.30 p.m. PDT. So that's that's uh, that's the Thursday afternoon for me. I will probably not be watching it live, but... Uh, probably not. I look forward to the changes. I wonder how many people are going to be fucking salty and how many people are going to be, like, happy. And how, I'm, I don't I'm know. Probably as many people are happy with game of thrones right now and however many people are salty at game of thrones right now it's probably, I don't even it's probably watch the same of, ratio i don't even watch game of thrones but my sister texted my uh, one of our group chats this morning that she just watched game of thrones and she's not sure she likes it anymore so i don't know what happened <laughs> i don't know what happened but she was not a happy camper she's like they ruined it yeah there's a, there's a lot of that so let's hope Let's hope the Shadowbringers doesn't get the same sort of coverage. <laughs> Yoshida's ruined it. Uh, we got we got a lot to see. I mean, there's the whole MPTP thing. I've been mm-hmm. seeing a lot of that recently. With what are the tanks going to be doing? Um, there's all this stuff about. Well, we got the new jobs. We want to see how the new jobs work. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this. What's the difference between the off tank and the main tank? Um, what are they going to do for the jobs that are quote unquote broken, like machinist, monk, and white mage? 
how are they going to balance the healers since they gave us four tanks, but they kept us only at the same three healers? Well, and they're supposed to be balancing the fucking healers so we can eventually get a new one. I'm going to be really upset right. if we get another, well, we still can't give you another healer. Yeah, I saw the, the white mage speculation stuff again today. I saw a lot of clamoring for change protect to a 10 second shield mm-hmm. sort of thing that can be used in combat. Um, oh yeah, a lot of people have been like, give us stone skin back. Yeah, you know, some sort of replacement for, you know, a a, a barrier, since that seems to be where, um, Yoshida wants to take things, is where all the healers kind of have some similarities between. Because if you can't balance them, make them all the same. You know? If you can't balance them, then just give us. I would take a reskinned healer at this point that just has, like, copy. And I hate to be like that. But I like healing, and I like leveling healing jobs. Well, and even don't if it's worry. just, I, it's just you're gonna a, get it. It's gonna happen. You're gonna get a reskin of all three of the same healers. Your scholar's yeah. gonna do the same as your astrologian, the same as your wife. I don't know if it'll go that deep with it. Uh, yeah, but we'll see. We're gonna find out uh, Thursday, May twenty third at one thirty p.m. PDT. Mm-hmm. I'd be interested to see what they do. All right. I expect my phone to be buzzing like crazy all afternoon with uh, Discord going nuts. Yeah, I'm going to have to get sick (laughs) that day, I think, is what's going to have to happen. (laughs) (laughs) All right, letter from the producer, 62. This is, okay, this was just put up on the 9th, but I feel like we've already talked about all of this 11 million times. It's Mm -hmm. Yoshida talking about, I don't even know. I'm just going to do the highlights, okay? Yeah, but we haven't got it from the horse's ass. No. The horse's mouth. Yeah. We haven't got it from the horse's mouth yet. So just the highlights are why a new healer wasn't added. And they talk about they can only add two new jobs. They decided that only two physical ranged DPS jobs are currently implemented, so they had to give us another one. Mm Mm-hmm. The present balance between tanks and healers. Since we currently have four melee DPS jobs, we decided to hold off on developing another one and instead added a new tank. Tanks are often utilized to be a main tank or an off tank. However, we have an odd number of tank jobs, so it would be easier to balance them moving forward if we had an even number of tanks. So they went with Gunbreaker. Since they added Astrologian in Heavensward, they've had considerable difficulty balancing it along with White Mage and Scholar rather than exacerbate a complex situation by adding a fourth healer to the mix they decided to instead prioritize balancing the three existing healer jobs at this time. That said, they understand blah, 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 we want healers. They hear us. So, which I, which is why they better damn well balance the fucking healers because I don't, this is the second time we've heard this excuse. This is the second mm-hmm. expansion we've heard this excuse. And then I feel like this has already been told to, to us too regarding the gender of Viera and Rothgar, the cost of developing a new playable race, and you know, yep, it's expensive, a significant in time and money and whatever. A significant number of players have been requesting playable Viera, so I understand why they picked Viera as their first race. And then there also has, yes, been a call for providing a more beastly variety for Final Fantasy XIV character creation and world building, and that's why we're getting a Rothgar. But they decided they couldn't do both, uh, both sexes, both races. So they thought it would be a, a bonus to us to get two whole new races, but only a single sex for each. And 
I feel like they've already told us this in interviews and stuff. They really have, and they've yeah. told us the reasoning behind it. I, I think we got a, I think we got a good explanation on both. I, depending on the interview, it was like what explanation was stressed more than the other, mm-hmm. or depending on whatever the butt hurt of the community was, you know, which which side of the ass cheek was more hurt that that day. So. The new healer thing we've heard a million times before. They they couldn't they can't balance. They can't balance. So they have to do this so they can get balanced. I think the the two physical range is a good reason why I can see that being considered a cop out, but I really do think we needed a third ranged mm-hmm. before we move forward with, with any healer. I think with they any could more, have done, with any more damage dealers. That had to be the next damage. It had to be the next Absolutely. step. Absolutely. But, but but they could have they could have done three, I think. But regardless, they said they needed to balance. We've gotten that answer before. The gender thing, we've gotten the answer before. It's always about cost. They, they've been consistently saying it's about the cost and trying to make as many people happy as possible by doing the cost and still having some pizzazz, some life I to feel like it. They, I feel like they thought this was the best way to give us some variety. Right. Right. Two races is more variety than one race with two sexes in a way. There is something to glean from this section about the, the the more beastly, and it's this last sentence or last paragraph. As you play through Shadowbringers, you'll learn that both male Viera and female Hrothgar exist. While you won't meet any in person, if we developers can find a way to address the various problems that prevent us from implementing them, then perhaps someday you'll be able to see them for yourself. We will not see... Male Vieira or female Hrothgar, at least in five point not coming in. It's not coming in the next two years. You're not going to get that uh, in June or July. That is not happening. Um, you're not going to meet any in person. Don't think that this is Wings of the Goddess, and we're going to see our male Mikote. It's it's not it's not happening. Mithra, male Mithra, um, Manthra, <laughs> if you Manthras. will. Yeah. It's not happening. We're not seeing. Gunhilda, the Hrothgar, and we're not seeing seeing a male Vieira. Bunny boys are not happening. Sorry. So if that's the hill you're dying on, you're gonna have to unsub for a while longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not trying to be an asshole. It's just this is what we're getting. This is what they're gonna provide to us. And, and if you can't handle it, then I don't know what you can do. Yeah, and no offense, I don't think your unsub is going to to change anything at this stage. Did you? They see need the, more uh, money. They need more money to implement these things, not less money. Did you see the one, The I think it was Reddit, where someone was going to not unsub, but they were going to go down to the lowest sub and only sub monthly. Yeah, I read the shit post (laughs) making fun of that. Yeah, I'm like, but you're still giving them your money. And honestly, you're probably spending more if you're going to a monthly sub. You don't get that bundle bonus. So whatever. But hopefully they'll find time to work on it. They've heard us at least, right? They know we want it. They've said they know we want it. I want and I, it. And I think they knew before, and they knew they knew when they announced this. I've heard other outlets say this, but I believe we were the first to say the reason that they don't weren't going to announce this at any other fan fest than Japan was that they knew the Japanese weren't going to jump on stage and use their Second Amendment right <laughs> to, to tell Yoshida what's up. No, what I mean is. The Japanese audiences were going to maybe respect it a little more and not act out, but they knew. 
they knew from the beginning which which direction they were going to go. We heard this in one of the very early, like Live Letter 13 or something dumb that they talked about. They weren't going to add the male version of Vieira or they may do separate races that, that were going to Oh, that really, really genders. old? Yeah, that very really, really old. old interview. Yeah. All right. So they've heard us. They can't make any promises and they hope we'll understand. Uh, they did have an addendum. People have been asking for younger-looking playable characters because who doesn't want to play as Chloe or Zloe or something, right? That'd be cute. But apparently, looking like young boys and girls, they can't do it for ethical reasons. Thank you, Yoshida. Yeah. So uh, they're 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 worried about people being naughty with. Uh, and you should. Like there's that. a lot of fucking yeah. weirdos out there. Sorry, but there's some weird ass yeah. people. Yeah, so if, you, if you're doing, like, sexy stuff with your small characters that, that they're just like, no. No. I mean, if you do them as adults, I mean, they're adults, but, like, don't pretend that they're fucking kids. Yeah. Degenerate assholes. <laughs> so anyway, so they, they, they've just decided that it's unacceptable and they're not going to do it. And... Uh, I'll keep it in mind, I guess. Uh, this last part was really the uh, only cool and new piece of information. Uh, in closing, the development team is hard at work putting the finishes finishing touches on what they hope will be their greatest expansion yet. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Before they sign off, he thought he'd leave us with a taste of what he personally considers to be the strongest, Rothgar and Viera. And no, this is not an invitation for debate. We have a Rothgar gentleman looking very dashing. Uh-huh. Very nice. And the Viera, she's, she's quite a lovely little lady. Uh, they're both wearing glasses. Oh. Yeah. But wait, Yelta, I thought but we yeah. weren't going to get glasses. Yeah, they said they would not be able to, uh, get the the headgear uh modified for those races in time uh but they they decided after seeing how many people called for them to do something anything to address this after the announcement the character team took it upon themselves to use their spare mo- moments to make it possible without telling yoshida more than 540 such items were carefully modified by the designer so all would display correctly on the new face models so that, that's amazing. That was, that was pretty cool. You know, that's one of the things people were like, ah, oh, glasses and headgear isn't going to work. And No thanks to you, Yoshida. <laughs> it's it, it's good that that team had some time to work on it. I, I don't know. Where I work occasionally, it's rare, but occasionally our team gets to pick something from the backlog of work and do it quick or not even quick, depending on the sizing of other projects and what you can get into your sprint and what you can get into our release. So I, I think it's you know we glamour is the true end game in this mm-hmm. in this game you know so it, it it's it's a small thing it's not a whole separate sex but it is a oh yeah we can put in some time and do this I'm gonna be real honest here of the two pictures this Hrothgar is sexier than the oh, than the uh, bunny chick to me this scholarly are those scars on his face oh, those scars are stripes uh what are what are you talking about on the rothgar are the uh-huh. is that a scar across his face i think it's a scar it looks good i love it and uh, i'm getting a uh, count von count vibe i think i, I want to make a count von count <laughs> <laughs> one ah, ah, ah. i watch a lot of sesame street these days um th- th- they look good these pictures look really good there that that looks to me, that looks like a paladin piece of armor, but I can't For show sure. her. For sure. 
It's looking good. So yeah, even even if they can't give us everything we ask for, they do care about giving us what they can. So I think I think that's good. Hey, why the fuck doesn't Disciples of the Hand have safety goggles? As um, a I think there are a couple that do. Are I think they? Most of the most of the goggles are on gathering classes, though, I think. but they're like goggles. They're not like see yeah. these glasses oh, like safety on glasses. Yeah, these glasses that are on the uh, Paladin Vera uh-huh. here look like safety glasses. In a sense, I guess it's the clear frames, but they kind of remind me of safety glasses. And if I like, I think they should get like an old pair of safety glasses, like a big, <laughs> thick, clear framed set of safety glasses. Anyway, that's my advice. Maybe maybe there are no splinters in the Orzia. Maybe not. Maybe not. (laughs) Okay, we do have an interview. This is Final Fantasy XIV's Nokoi Yoshida on expanding glamour, Shadowbringers raid content, blah, blah, blah. This is on Polygon. And we start with a lovely picture of from the trailer of, I think, I don't remember what job the Warrior of Light is on, but fighting that... Looks like a dragoon right here. Looks like a dragoon or... I don't know. But anyway... They say Final Fantasy XIV Stormblood expansion is wrapping up in preparation for the next expansion, Shadowbringers, in July. And they talk to Yoshi P. Okay, let's go. Uh, Oh, and they note that the interview was done using a translator provided by Square Enix. So... Polygon asks, now that Stormblood is finally over, did you learn anything about the player base over the course of the expansion? Did they react to reveals and new mechanics the way you expected to? Yoshi P says, our players have already greatly surpassed our expectations in many ways. They have taken the world of Final Fantasy XIV and is something that is both perpetual and natural. The reason I say that it's on this way the players from now and around the world not only play the content we create, but also organize events and roleplay on their own. One could say that Many are taking residence in the world of Final Fantasy XIV, which is changing what we need to provide. It's no longer just about creating content, but also simply providing a place, a space to play within. I believe this is both a strong and positive outcome for an MMORPG. The reaction towards battle mechanics and other specifics are a very small factor in comparison to this bigger picture. That's interesting. Mm. I'm assuming he's talking more like role play or player, you know, designed events and such, like our Blitzwell tournament. I agree. I think that's yeah. exactly what he's talking about. You have to have ways that make it fun that it's not necessarily the case that Yoshida has to provide everything. If you provide the tools to allow us to have player made things, fun things, and give us a fun environment to do it in, I think people will get creative and they'll do those things. So, but you still got to give us good battle and story and whatever you can't. Oh, just for, be sure. Like, well, for sure. Well, here it's, it's it's now a sandbox. Have fun. All right. They ask, whatever happened to Fufordola? She ran mm-hmm. off to take care of Ifrit, and we never saw her again. Is there a chance we might get more of her in the future? The answer, unfortunately, now is still not the time to talk about Fordolo's future. She is a tragic character who has lived an ill-fated destiny and made into a resonant. Eventually, there are many. There may come a time to depict what happened to her, but now is not yet the time. However, I don't think we'll ever forget her. 
I do feel like she was like underused, right? It's just so cop outy. It's that like, well, a... you might see her in six or five point five or something when we have to call back to some character to. to this is Fordola got screwed. She really yeah, did. She did. What the fuck is a resonant? I I can't remember now. No, I'm thinking of revenant. Resonant is. A sound thing, right? Of sound, deep, clear, and continuing to sound or ring like a bell is resonant. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Imperial super soldiers. Oh. Fourteen. So it's because okay. of that echo shit that they gave her the mm. the eye. Um, is what made her that. I didn't realize that they had a name. I was afraid that she got like tempered or something stupid because they mentioned ifrit in in that thing and i know that that was just a story right wasn't that like a post not a post moogle but that that was one of the side stories yeah that didn't happen in game no it was it was some one of those write-ups they just throw up on the web her and avenald or whatever and somebody uh, they ran out that maybe what's her name shorty um (laughs) cryo I don't know. It, it, it was a I dumb little remember. story that they that they did for it. Not not I even, even something in game. So she got yeah. fucked. Sorry for Dola. <laughs> Sorry for Dola. At, at least because uh, well, and it was a little weird. People were kind of upset because they had like two female characters that both had story arcs that we were kind of hoping one or the other would be like redeemed somehow. Yeah, and one, you know. Well, they killed her off. We killed her off. And then uh, the other one just for all just kind of disappeared. I, I, I feel like they're just going to like refer to her eventually in a quest in 5.6 or some crazy yeah, dumb shit. Yeah, it'll be something dumb. Or whatever. Yeah. All right. The raid bosses for 2.0 and 3.0 introduced new mechanics that kept you on your toes for most of the battle. But the bosses in the 4.0 raids, like Kefka and Final Omega, often use mechanics in the second half of the fight that were present or similar to those in the first. Will the Eden raid in 5.0 be more similar in design to the earlier raids or closer to the 4.0 raids? The answer, we don't necessarily create raids that fall under some sort of overarching rule set we have in place it's actually based more on the preference of the content designer who's in charge of creating each of these raids the examples you provided kefka and final omega were handled by the same person so you might see some similarities between them one thing that we do need to be mindful of is the available resources for creating the content such as graphics and programming a very skillful content designer may be able to come up with new mechanics while keeping resource costs low simply by finding an interesting way to reincorporate a previously used mechanic. We'll have to see how P- Eden pans out. That said, the staff who worked on Kafka and Final Omega are part of that produ- production team, too. Okay, okay good. Because I didn't do Kafka or Final Omega, so maybe yeah. I can do Eden and feel the same thing. <laughs> Uh, Final Fantasy XIV has a lot of cool outfits and accessories, and I'm sure Shadowbringers is going to bring even more. Is there any plan to expand the glamour system to accommodate access to more items or even add more slots to the dresser? Will we ever be getting a glamour dresser furniture for our homes? Players really love glamour. The amount you can store in the glamour dresser will be doubled from 200 to 400, and the number of glamour plates will also be increased. These updates will come with the launch of Shadowbringers, but we will continue to update the glamour system in the future as well. Yay. All right, last question, and like last time, it's a fun one. Who would you rather take on a battle take on in a battle? Godbert or Julian? 
Oh, it's a tough one. However, I still have a feeling I can talk things out with Godbert. No matter who I choose, I don't feel like I could win. But the person I feel like I perhaps become friends with afterwards would be Godbert, probably. No matter what era, no matter the world, mothers are always strong. <laughs> okay, that's cute. I'm that really the, the 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 best thing out of this one for me is the glamour dresser stuff. Honestly, <laughs> you know, it's just like, um, I, I I've been using my glamour dresser more, and it's like I um I don't I I want more plates, man. Me too. All right, that's it. Oh, um, I, there's a also a, a tweet. I think it was that talks about the Ultima, the High Seraph statue. Apparently, there's a second run. It's up for Ooh, pre-order right yeah. now. It's still too much money for me. Yeah, I really wish I had a like um somebody can buy this for me. Um, so like free versions of all these statues because i've got some space on a desk and it's like it'd be really nice to have a statue it's a nice one. one it's the only one i well no i guess it isn't the only one i don't have i guess but i don't have it and i'd like it <laughs> has a lot of intricate design I, I, they show on this tweet three pictures and it's very detailed i'm impressed for sure i think i would enjoy just looking at that one it's a cool design all right, what's on tap? Developer's blog and tracker. We have a developer's blog. If you like to look at pretty things, I guess. The Art of the Revolution Eastern Memories. This is the Final Fantasy XIV Stormblood. It's an art, one of the art books. Ooh. It's it's releasing next week. It's got Xenos on the cover. And then they take a peek inside. It's It's like all the other art books. Very, very nice. They have a lot of art books now that I think about it. We got like the raid bosses and the savage or the primals. Some art for oh, Gimlet yeah. Dark. That's nice. Pazuzu <laughs> is Pazuzu up. Is Pazuzu up? Uh, I think this part's funny. This must be a joke. The job illustrations are beautiful, and of course, Blue Mage is included. <laughs> Blue Mage isn't a job. What are you no, talking about? Well, no, that's got to be a reference because they said something. There was something about Blue Mage. Not they listed the number of jobs, but it was minus one, and people were like, "They're not counting Blue Mage." <laughs> They're like, "Confirmed, Blue Mage is not Confirmed. a job." And then you do get, I think you get a dress up Tataru in her little kimono. She's very cute, and you get Jobstone and Minion stickers. Okay, it might be worth it for the stickers. The stickers look amazing. The stickers are really cute. I, I would never stick them on anything, but they're cute. So cute! <laughs> oh, and I, I see that other that that wedding Moogle. Uh, when are you guys getting married? Uh, whenever they, <laughs> whenever they allow people to to visit you on your home world, your home world. in five I really thought about that because I was like, yeah. once they allow people to attend your wedding as a visitor, that would be the perfect time to get married. So we're gonna save that marriage. Until then. Well, Sid and I will probably IRL be divorced before the time we ever decide to get fucking married in this game. Don't wish that upon us. She's no, probably the only woman who will ever love me, so don't don't wish that upon us. <laughs> oh, no. 
All right, and then I just threw this in here. Uh, what are you most excited for in Shadowbringers? This was a uh, forum post. I just thought it was kind of cute. People were talking about what they're, you know, and there's a lot of pages here. But um, but I just wanted to note that it, it tickled me a bit that one of the, the Madrana actually uh, responded with, Aww. I'm most excited for Shadowbringers to see every one brought together. The beginning of an expansion is always the most exciting for me. Seeing a friend wander around just about everywhere I go. So many adventures to be had. So many memories to cherish. It's nice to see what everyone's excited about. Aww. Yeah. There's a lot of like, I'm hoping, I'm, I'm hoping for the MSQ and I'm people, a lot of people are like, I'm hoping to see some of my friends again. You know, people, people get bored. Yeah. Or frustrated and don't play anymore. And then, you know, you know, then a new expansion's like a time to be like, oh, they let's see what they added, and we we tend to get a lot of people come back. You know, at that point, sometimes they get bored or frustrated and wander off again. But sometimes, sometimes they stay, and sometimes they you know are like the game again, or at least for a while. <laughs> it's always nice seeing people. All right, let's take some shots. Hmm. This, this, was one's, a, this one's this one's go 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 ahead. This one <laughs> this one's pretty this, one. this one's pretty interesting because I was not expecting this kind of um feedback. So we've got some new optional items. It's not for us because we're in North America. Um a new outfit was announced today uh as a Chinese exclusive. The image to me is unimpressive. It's um, a type of Eastern gear, uh, male and female. To me, it's like, oh, great, you know, more Eastern gear. It means nothing to me. Uh, I'm an American. I, I don't, I don't see anything with it. But I'm going to read this thread because uh, some Koreans took umbrage with the type of outfit that was released, and and here's why. So this is from. Uh, Sheshe Dotharl, sorry if I butcher that, but this is on Twitter. Hello, friends. I'm not usually one to speak of certain things, but I've decided to write here to the best of my ability to keep you informed upon a recent outrage that has found itself within the Korean 14 community and as Korean explain as to why. So they show the the image of this, this outfit. Um, earlier today, a new outfit was announced as a Chinese exclusive. Many players responded positively, saying it was fashionable and a cute outfit to be enthusiastic about. Unfortunately, to Koreans, such a style triggers a more sinister time within our history. It is a style that was prevalent during the Japanese occupation that is still a very recent catastrophic event to many Koreans. To express it in simpler terms, it would be akin to having a Nazi outfit introduced into the fantasy game you come to enjoy as a hobby. Japanese occupation lasted from 1910 to 1945. My great-grandmother, with who I grew up with, was personally involved. My grandmother still recalled the long-term aftermath it left behind. It's already been a struggle within the Abe legislation and his political power doing going great lengths to silence and dismiss the people suffering as a whole, it fills me with incredibly deep-rooted sadness that 14 would release such an outfit without consideration. There's already been an outcry of the riding direction of Stormblood. Many who have played would know that despite advertising it as mainly 
Alamegan expansion, you spend the majority of your time fulfilling quests in the East. Much of what the Dome and AKA Japanese people go through the storyline from the Garleans eerily mirrors what the Koreans experienced during the occupation. Some examples I can think of at the top of my head is encouraged to turn against one another to gain favor, hence thwarting any efforts to resistance. I want to stress that the occupation is still historically a notable scar that is nowhere close to healing to my people. Uh, I didn't write this expecting anything. I suppose I just wanted you to be informed. Know and understand. Thank you for reading through this long Twitter thread. There are more that kind of explained the... Um, this person's um, point of reference. Um, feel free to go out and read that for yourself. Um, that is interesting. Not knowing the historical, um, I don't really know what to say. The the historical time period. Not knowing anything as an American, I know very little about world history other than what is taught within our own schools and what I have studied for myself through college or my own research. I don't know that I would have ever fallen into the rabbit hole of Wikipedia or whatnot to know much about the Japanese occupation of Korea. So I, I let uh, greater minds or those with more experience handle that. Um, I don't know what to think about something like this. I think there should be some sensitivity involved but this is also coming from Square Enix that has a Native American outfit in turquoise. That's one of the things that popped into my head. I'm in like, turquoise that, that and whatever other colors. Yeah. And it looks like a clown outfit from something from uh, early 1900s America, how we portrayed Native Americans. So uh, I don't know what to say. Yelta, do you have any thoughts? I I don't know. I Part, part of me is like, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't want anyone. I don't want anybody to like, like, I, I think this is a very cute outfit, right? I would yeah. probably bought it off the Mog station as soon as it popped up because it's just adorable. Not knowing anything about the history or whatever. But, you know, now I'm like, it kind of gives me pause. I'm like, I don't know. But again, but, but again, it's pixels and I don't know. I don't know how. How upset it can be about pixels. Yeah. And then they do they well then they do liken it to like what's the same as if you were wearing, you know, Nazi Germany uh clothing or something. And it's like, well but but that would be I would think most of the world would be like, Oh, that's not cool. Well, and I my, that was gonna be my next comment is that Unless these are the outfits of the – like the uniforms of the Japanese when they were doing an occupation, then it's really not like the Nazi uniform. This would be more like saying like, well, here's the fashion sense of Germans in the 1940s and this is why I'm offended. The, the Germans are wearing this type of shirt and this type of pants and they're they're in my game world and this was something that happened during an occupation during my time or what have you. Maybe I'm stretching with that, but unless this is an actual uniform of somebody doing the Japanese occupation, I personally think that that's a stretch to be triggered. But if you were maybe like a huge history buff and you could see the trend, 
I can see that being called out. So maybe this individual is very big into history or just within Korean history. Well, they seem like they have a family history too, right? Sure. Specifically of our here, specifically of a grandmother. Um, but I, I, I don't, I, and I, and I wish I knew more. Is it clothing from a time period that was worn that evokes that memory or that feeling? Or is it a specific outfit? I mean, is it is it like a Nazi Germany uniform, or is it like Lederhosen Germans also wore that? Right. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't. I I can't really talk intelligently. I don't want anybody to. I don't want anybody to be like to be triggered or feel bad or whatever. But you know, and and some of the other parts of the the Twitter conversation were how you know Stormblood and um and. had had a lot of Asian themes and a lot of, you know, uh, a lot of like occupation stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it, it's good that that's the story that's going on here. Is there was an invading force occupying, and that that was the story. I don't I don't know, you know, and it, it did explore uncomfortable themes like you know, you know, th- that were covered in that po- that post, but. At the same time, it's like, well, what can we talk about then that's not going to hurt anybody or fluster anybody? It's a story for drama. That and on top of which, Yoshi P was very, very clear that Doma is not Japan. Right. Doma is an Asian-themed country in a fantasy world. Right. Right. And so I, I think... I don't know how... I don't know, can we no longer tell stories because they might, you know, so there are some uh, scary stories in 14. There's stories of slavery and there's human trafficking and prostitution. And there's a lot of uncomfortable stories in 14. But I don't know, do I... Do we only do stories about sunshine and puppies? I don't. I don't know. And and then at the same time, it's like I would like to know if this outfit is specifically triggering, or if it's just a style that was worn during that. I was shocked. I didn't have any knowledge that I I knew the Japanese had occupied Korea at some point. I did not know it was that extensive either. But um, I, I would like to know more on. Is the specific outfit really that problematic, or is it mm, that reminds me of kind of vaguely? I don't know. It's the difference between a uniform and an SS uniform. I'm not sure. Is is there a swastika on it? Yeah, I I keep just going back to that argument. It's like you, you mentioned the leader hose, and is this a actual SS uniform, or is it some clothing designed by Hugo Boss? Like, I can't. Yeah, Hugo Boss designed some of the outfits of the the Nazis, but that does it. You know, like, are you taking Bayer aspirin because they were helping the Nazis too? They're Germany coming. Maybe I'm stretching too far with that. But what I'm trying to say is the same thing. I believe Yeltsin is trying to say is it is this enough to actually trigger? Unless you have a deep seated like this individual family history really understand that history and i'm sorry i'm sorry that 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 has um caused those emotions to stir up 
uh, for you. Yeah. And that's that's terrible. You know, I, I don't think there's any intention by Square Enix to do that. But as I read this thread, I'm like, mm. and a lot of the positive, uh, positive. Ooh, I really like this outfit. There must be anime or manga or something that people wear this because they're like, ooh, now I can cosplay as whatever. You know, there, I. If it's just more of a generic style of the era, then I, I it, it's too bad if it triggers something in you. But it's, it, if it's really a, a style of a historical era, I don't know how you can just say it's a hundred percent bad. Now, if it's a specific outfit, that's you know, her grandma was forced to wear that and erase her jet, her Korean history, because that's what it sounds like. It sounds like during the occupation, they were basically given Japanese names. And you're Japanese now, kind of, you know. Mm-hmm. And Germans did this uh, the same horrible things during World War. II. You know, they they took children and told them they were German. You know, it's it's a horrible, awful thing. But I I really have a hard time thinking that the designers came up with these outfits just to really stick it to the Koreans. And I I I I I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable with that outfit but I guess I don't know enough I don't know and then I feel bad because I think it's really cute yeah it, it's not bad looking alright well and also I'm still kind of surprised we haven't gotten more cool Asian inspired outfits during this last oh that years. was definitely one of the comments I, I saw in there it's like we still can't get a decent kimono For sure. All right. That's an interesting topic, and I'd like to hear more. I just don't really know where I stand on the position, so I, maybe that's a good thing. I'm, I'm open-minded to uh, to hear what, what, what other people have to say about that. All right. Let's do a last call. Um, we're just going to shout out quick and remind that we are sponsoring the Alamegan Griffins in the Score for a Cause Blitzball Tournament. So go, go, Alamegan. Currently, there are no pledges to our team, so... No, there's one. We have one pledge. Oh, is there one? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, But go out and pledge for the Alamegans, because that will reflect well on us. Yes. <laughs> I don't care that we have community. one. We need, like, <laughs> ten. So come on. Let's bring it. Yeah, yeah. All right, and they had their opening ceremonies on Saturday. I, unfortunately, was going to attend, wasn't able to attend. I ended up being out of town longer than anticipated, so mm. I missed I missed the opening ceremonies, and I missed the, the first game. Uh, I don't know. I have to pull up the, the schedule again, because I, I do have a character, and she can get there, right? So as of right now, uh, the next, oh, so today was round one, May 14th. I'm not at that. Um, May 16th is another round, May 24th, May 31st. So, uh, I would like to get out there and actually catch one of these events in process, you know, in, while it's happening. I'm, I'm very, very interested in seeing Kagane Limsa. Oh yeah, Alamigos today. I wonder if they won. I have to go look. Better of one. Better of one. I did not get my Griffin 
minion. That was my my goal was to get enough Centrino hunt marks to get a Griffin minion to be my little mascot. But I didn't even unlock those hunts yet. Oh well. All right, then I guess I guess we're ready for closing time, huh? Yes. All right, closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website, www.gtffxiv.com. While you're there, please leave us a comment. Uh, if you'd like to, you can support us by clicking the donation button. You can find us on Twitter at gtffxiv. You can email us at gtffxiv at gmail.com. Please rate us. Uh, personal plugs, Ruby. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at RubiconVale, R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. And you can find me on Twitter at Yeltasumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. All right, as always, thank you for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hi there. Oh, I said it wrong. I skipped the whole first line. One second, please.